podcast on Florida education issues. I'm reporter Jeff Solacek, and it's Friday, June 16th, just after 1 o'clock p.m. I spent the morning at the Florida School Boards Association conference in, in the Grand Hyatt Tampa Bay, where it was the last day of their session, and Senator Jack Latvala, one of the key architects of the Senate budget process for this year, was coming before the group to talk about the legislative session. This year, unlike many others, people were kind of viewing Senator Latvala as a foe because he voted in favor of House Bill 7069, the unpopular conforming bill that included so many different issues that school board members, superintendents, parents, teachers, and other groups largely opposed. Senator Latvala usually is supported by the FSBA and is annual recipient of some of their awards. This year, Senator Bill Montford, the president of the Superintendents Association, who appeared with him, felt the need to remind the FSBA of Latvala's longstanding role as a public schools supporter. When it came Latvala's time to speak, he was apologetic to the group, but also sought to explain exactly why he did what he did this year. First, he offered some historical context for his decisions. Um, Let me address specifically what, what happened this year by saying that it is not unusual to have things traded from one house to the other. I remember in 2000, I was the majority leader in the Senate, and our president of the Senate at that time, Senator Jennings, sent me down to the House to negotiate, trying to bring the budget in for a landing with the House. And that particular year, it was a, we had, I think it was 2000, or 2000, one of those years, we had a particularly large increase in the public school budget that the Senate had, the House, as usual, didn't want to do as much, Uh, but they had some things that they wanted. And so I was the one dispatched down to meet with the appropriation chairman and the speaker uh, in the House, and, you know, we arrived at at an accommodation, at an agreement, Um, and that agreement that year benefited public education um, with really substantial funding. The difference between the way it was done in those days and it's done now is we still had specific bills and we traded the outcomes on on specific issues, but we didn't negotiate, we didn't draft the bills and 
That said, Latvala then turned to his agreement that got him in the position of appropriations chairman in the first place. My understanding with our president when we worked that arrangement out, when we were both running for president, we'd been running against each other for three and a half years, to try to bring that to a conclusion, uh, I agreed to be the appropriations chairman and he could be president. And the agreement that we made was that I would support his priorities as appropriations chairman. Well, one thing about me, uh, I, I may be a, a jerk in some respects, and I may not always treat people the way that they should be treated, and my language might not be real good sometimes, but I keep my word. And uh, so I did my best to keep my word to Senator Negron really didn't anticipate that we were going to be trading large substantive bills uh, on higher education for uh, the K through 12 bill. Um, really, when we, when, when I thought the deal was that we were going to give them for best and for uh, our higher education language, we were going to give them best and brightest and the schools of hope. And I knew what was in those bills. Uh, and then things got carried away from there, and I sort of lost control. Uh, when we went to the floor on the last day of session, or the extended session, uh, the options were we either voted all the bills that have been agreed to out, or the whole thing blew up. We have no budget, and, and you know nothing would get done for the session. And God knows when we'd come back or what the outcome um, I made the decision on how I voted on that bill based on what I thought I knew about what might happen to that bill. And uh, then after the session, things all changed around. And uh, some things that I never in a million years would have predicted in terms of uh, people who had been at war were no longer at war. They were buddies. And, uh, you know, again, I thought I knew where... I thought I knew everything that could happen up there, and, and again, this year, some things happened that I've never seen or didn't anticipate. With the bill now signed by Governor Scott, Latvala wondered whether it would continue to have support or whether it would face additional challenges, perhaps in court. He sounded a line of reasoning that Senator Gary Farmer and others have raised since then, and which has actually been ridiculed on social media by some of the supporters of the bill, including House Speaker Richard Corcoran's uh, spokesman, Fred Piccolo, who pointed out that, you know, they were upset that one person, one vote got the bill to move forward, and now they're looking to have one person, a judge, perhaps overturn it. Whichever way things go, Latvala reminded the school board members that the tide has turned quite a bit 
in Tallahassee when it comes to support of public education, and that the number of people who he counts among the supporters of public education who join him in those endeavors is shrinking, and that school board members have to just learn to deal with it. You know, I remember the issue when people came along and they wanted to split your school board districts, uh, where they wanted to have less than countywide school board districts. Started out, that issue started out, I think, in Palm Beach County, and they want to peel off South Palm Beach County from the rest of the county, and that bill passed the House of Representatives, but we didn't let it pass the Senate. I remember two or three attempts through the years to either eliminate your salaries as school board members or dramatically diminish uh, the, the position that you have. And then over the last couple of years, and I was talking to Senator Dieter about it this morning, I remember uh, that we, we beat the paratrigger bills a couple of years ago. We beat those in the Senate. Some of those people that helped me do that are gone. And in their place are 17 new members from the House. And uh, we, we've got to uh, we've got to figure out how to cope with that. When, when I leave next year, when I leave the Senate next year, yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to try to get Bill to come with me, but. Uh, you know, I'm going to leave Bill and, and a dwindling number of people who care about public schools, particularly in my party. I mean, you know, what we've got left in my party in the Florida Senate who will stand up and fight on issues like this, you saw the three Republicans that voted no on this bill. And, uh, and two of them are probably leaving next year. Well, no, all, actually all three of them are probably leaving. So, um, you know, you, um, and Republicans are going to continue running things in the legislature for the foreseeable future. My prediction, as someone who's been in this process for 40-something years. And so, you got to figure out a way to get through to them and, um, and, and work with them. we got 20 new members of the Senate this year, 17 of them came from the House. And many of them brought some of the, the philosophy that they've learned in the House with them. So uh, guys like me and, and, and Bill Monford um, are, are, are we're not exactly in a strong majority position anymore. Um, you know, and, and I, I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry uh, if, uh, if I let you down. Uh, I can assure you it won't happen next year because I've already explained how we're going to do things next year. Before the event even began, I approached Senator Latvala to ask him if he would make any comments to me, and he declined. And he also had someone announce before the session that he wouldn't be taking any questions from the crowd as well. So this is what he explained to the members who are still in the audience, how he thinks things need to proceed going forward. things by trying to work with people and change things, you know, from within. 
and uh, people just get their backs up and everybody, and that's what happens in Washington. One of the reasons we don't get anything done in Washington is because, you know, both sides are kind of glued to their position. Uh, we haven't had that in Tallahassee, uh, but we see it creeping into Tallahassee. And I think the biggest danger that we have as a state is Tallahassee becoming like Washington. And uh, as long as I'm involved in the process, I'm going to fight that. But Only time will tell if Latvala is right that things won't be the same in Tallahassee as they've become in Washington, D.C. There's a lot of talk about the need to make changes to House Bill 7069, but there's also a lot of talk about not having any stomach for that in the House. That's the end of our podcast for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, please feel free to offer your views on what Senator Latvala had to say and House Bill 7069 on our Facebook page, Tampa Bay Times Gradebook. And please visit our blog anytime to see the latest updated news, tampabay.com slash gradebook. I'm reporter Jeff Solacek, and thanks again for listening. <laughs>